Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Greetings and blessings, greetings and blessings, greetings and more blessings coming to you live from the house of Sankofa Infinity this morning. Yes, indeed, it is May the 6th, and it is Sunday. (laughs) And you know what I say about Sundays. Sundays are my favorite, favorite days, simply because I was born on a Sunday. So I came in with the sun. So, I hope everyone had a great week. I know I have, and um, getting prepared for the week to come. And, you know, just just enjoying life. Just enjoying life. And enjoying life however it may come. However it may come. Because sometimes things come into your life, or you may have knee-jerking experiences, experiences, You might have to respond to those situations in different ways. And oftentimes when we respond to a situation or an experience in a certain type of way, okay, that may seem, uh, that may seem melancholy or may seem volatile, we tend to place judgment on how we are expressing ourselves at that moment. And that shouldn't be. I, I, you know, I was listening to the song. Uh, you have, uh, how does it say? And I don't even, who is singing it? I think it, it's, it comes off the soundtrack of Set It Off. And I want to say it's in Vogue that is singing this song. But they say you have every right to lose control. And sometimes we do have that right to lose control. And losing that control is nothing more than how we perceive control to be. You know what I'm saying? And oftentimes it's healthy to lose control so that you can come back into alignment of the true nature or the truth of who you are. Because at the end of the day, everything is based on as my sister would put it, divine order. And, um, you know, sometimes you have to look at the divine order of things and look beyond the illusion, the illusion of it. No matter what it may look like, no matter how it may feel, that is nothing more than an illusion. But once you get underneath all of that and you see the divine order of that, then you can understand the whole picture. Because at the end of the day, everything is connected. And if everything is connected, then everything is a reciprocal to the things that are happening, okay? And then, not only that, it's not only reciprocal to the things that are happening, it's connected to the whole. 
<laughs> of all that is. So whatever is taking place is coming from, is really coming from the divine, but it is expressing itself through you based on your personality, uh, how you how you absorb and take in knowledge, and how you resolve things in your own life. You know, uh, that's the beauty of being an instrument for the the divine, or that is the beauty of coming in alignment with one's divinity. The beauty is is that you're never <laughs> the I the I is never never engulfed. Okay, it's never really uh, how should I put it? It's never really put down or cast aside because the divine itself uses that I with the I am, okay? And that I am becomes a mystical marriage. And in that mystical marriage, there's universal. You know, there's a universal uh, impre- presence and a universal intelligence that goes along with that. Otherwise, you know, we will be you know, we will be robots just being controlled by the divine. But the divine says, no, I have given you these things. I have given you a mind. I have given you senses, you know, to come up with your own solutions of things. But to bring it into greater, into a greater existence of being, let's marry one another. Let's come together as one. And that's where you have I am, you know, that is where you have the I am presence that is within you, and you you continue you continue to identify yourself with that indwelling force, with that indwelling force. And I just, you know, I, life is a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful, beautiful thing, and sometimes that beauty may look it it may look like it is a shadow. Hold on for just a minute. I just got me a text. I want to make sure. Um okay, whatever. Um life is always beautiful. It is how we see life that makes it whatever it is because (laughs) we have free will and so the divine is not going to override your free will. If you if you choose to see if you choose to see a darkness or dark uh uh darkness about whatever you're going through, if you choose to see it then so be it. That is it. That is it. If you choose to see darkness and a light at the end of the tunnel, guess what? You'll always be tra- you'll always be in darkness, and you'll always be chasing, trying to get to that light. But if you see the darkness and see yourself as that light at the end of the tunnel, guess what? The darkness itself resolves itself. It dissipates. It cancels. It deletes, and it clears itself out because it cannot comprehend light. If it cannot comprehend light, then it must go. <laughs> it must go. It must go. 
But the beauty of life is that darkness and light, negative and positive, cause and effect, all of that, it goes hand in hand. It's all one with itself. It's all one. That's why, you know, based on, based on my school of thought, it's one mind. It's one mind, and in that one mind is where we all live, move, and have our being. But see, the, that one mind, that one mind is so loving and so caring and so generous and so gentle that it, it knows what it has put into you. Therefore, it can leave you alone so that you can discover who you are from a true, from a true nature. For, discover who you are as your true nature. But it knows what it put in you. It knows what it has put inside of you. It knows from whence you come from. Therefore, it has faith of itself to just leave you alone and let you come into the oneness of who you are as a divine being, living the divine plan and living on purpose as a divine being. It knows that. Think about it. You know, I have my, and I'm going to use my son as an example. I know who I am. I know I, I am his mother. I am his mother, and I carried him for nine months diligently, okay? <laughs> diligently. So because he is doing whatever he is doing, going through whatever he is going through, whether it be good or bad, based on how I see it, I know where he came from. So I know at some point he's going to come up out of whatever he's in, and he's going to move out of it because I know what I put in it. You understand? That's just like the source, the source, the divine of all that is and all that will ever be knows exactly what it has placed in you. It has shared with you its divine power, its divine love and divine wisdom. And a matter of fact, let me go back to divine love. See, divine love is what allows you to forgive, to forgive, to give forth that which no longer serves you, to surrender, to yield to, okay, to yield to and surrender every thought, every feeling and action to the divine. So when you find yourself going through, and I know I'm jumping from one track to another, but follow me, follow me. When you find yourself going through, stop, stop, just stop. Slow, slow your roll, slow your roll, and surrender every thought, every feeling, and every preconceived act about that situation to a higher power that is greater than you. Because it is, hey, without that, without that, you're going to continue to go on and on and on about (laughs) nothing. 
Nothing, nothing, nothing. You're going to be constantly being, you, you will be, you will constantly be recycled back into the fold in which you have not learned. You have not learned the lesson. So you have to be recycled back to it. One thing that I am really, I, you know, we all have our little, our little nicks that we, that we really like that we really enjoy doing, right? So this is my little my little niche. I love the divine. I love my relationship with that divine, that divineness within me. I love that I can sit down and have a conversation with my soul in regards to the things that are going on in my life, whether they be for my favor or not. At the end of the day, the soul don't care if it's going for your favor or not. It just wants to establish a relationship with you and, hey, let's talk. Let's talk about this stuff. And if there's, if, if there's a discord, let's straighten it out. But we're going to straighten it out based on the conversations that we have within ourselves the, 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 and the relationship that we have with ourselves because it has to be established, right? So this is my niche. It's, it, now, the first cause of my niche is my relationship in which I have with the divine. That is the first cause of my niche, my relationship in which I have with the divine. I often wonder and ponder on my mother, <laughs> and I often ask myself, when she was carrying me for nine months, was she, did she have that relationship? And I believe she did. <laughs> I honestly believe that she had a profound relationship with her soul that no one else outside of her could fathom but her and her soul. And she moved through life as a gift and a presence of love to everyone that she came in contact with. I truly, truly, truly believe that. And it is so. It is so. So going back to my niche, the first cause of my niche is my relationship with my divine self, huh? my soul, the seed of my soul. That's, that's my relationship. That's my first causation. That's the first cause of my life. That's the first responder of my life. Now, secondary is the relationship in which I establish with others outside of that divineness, outside of that divine relationship that I have itself. That is, and this is when you you really when you when you enter into the venue, <laughs> the marketplace of life, and you begin to relate to people and have relationships with people, relate to people in such a way that it moves. Okay, a relationship moving. You begin to recognize a greater aspect of yourself 
you 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 actually begin to realize who you really are just based on the person you realize that we are mirrors mirroring each other okay we're mirrors mirroring each other and what brings us to one another is the frequency there's a frequency that is corresponding <laughs> that is bringing about a correspondence between the two that causes them to come together that causes the people to come together i went through a course some time ago and uh it was only a 3 day course and it was very intense i but i'm so grateful that i went through the course you know but um sitting there sitting there i realized that we all all of us even though we didn't know each other from a physical materialistic plane we know each other from our souls otherwise we wouldn't be in the same place with one another huh the reason why we came together is because of the frequency it's because of the frequency that we all had in regards to our own lives and i'm pretty i'm almost certain guaranteed that everyone in that room had something in common that something in common is a frequency <laughs> it is a frequency that is bringing it together that is bringing the two together now this is another interesting thing too is that as we come together on that physical plane in one space it's not so much as what we say to each other from a materialistic or physical plane but it is what the souls are communicating to one another see it's a two there's we're not only communicating from a physical plane but there's a ether aspect of who we are a non-physical aspect of who we are that is also communicating with others as well from a non-physical aspect isn't it beautiful isn't it beautiful to know that you can walk into a library and because you are in that library your soul is communicating to all the other souls to bring about a common goal <laughs> huh to bring about a common goal think about it and the soul is one thing i do know and that i have experienced okay cuz i don't talk about things that i have not yet experienced a friend of mine used to say that i'm very intellectual and i am intellectual but i don't talk about things that i have not experienced um think about it let's say i wake up i put my clothes on and i have a certain i put on i put on certain accessories to accentuate who you know my presence if you will hmm and i go into a restaurant it could be a restaurant it can be a movie theater it can be a library 
And I go into those places, and lo and behold, someone else has that same accessory. If that ain't a frequency, I don't know what is. <laughs> if that if, if that ain't what you call the law of correspondence based on frequency, I don't know what that is. It's true. It's true. And I'm telling you, there's a greater something that is communicating with a greater something outside of us, in all of us. And that's the most important relationship there is. We think, we actually think that all of these physical relationships are so important. Uh, And they're underrated, really. Because we do not take thought of the mere fact that there's a greater relationship that is going on between the two. The physical is nothing more than a channel. It was a channel that was established. It's a channel. But when we get through that channel and we meet one another, we ain't doing, we're, we're not doing anything but we're, we're like two babies in a playpen, saying absolutely nothing. Meanwhile, the non-physical aspect of who we are is doing a whole lot of communicating, a whole carrying on a conversation that is beyond the physical comprehension. But get this, you don't get that until you get with self. That's why it's so important for you to continuously, consistently, and do, with due diligence to establish a relationship with yourself. That is why it is so important. That is why it, was so, it is so important. And I just, you know, <laughs> I, <laughs> the more and more I become comfortable with who I am as a spiritual being, the more irrelevant the physical plane becomes. Things that used to be important, they are no longer important. Things that used to look like they were important, they were not, they're not important. They're not important. You know, and um, it's a beautiful space to be in. I tell you, the view is much better up here where I am versus where I used to be. And I'm, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure as I grow, as I grow as a spiritual being, um, that I'll, I'll become more and more elevated and expanded. You have to. You have, and you have, you have to, you, you really don't have a choice. You really do not have a choice in that matter. <laughs> You have to expand. You have to move beyond, rise above 
the conflict, the rat race of society. You have to move beyond that. But I will say this. You can delay it if you want to. You can delay it. You can stop it. You can not do it. But guess what? (laughs) You'll be, (laughs) life will probably drag you in the process um, because I don't, this is one thing I do know is that once you get on the spiritual path and you are, uh, you you begin to experience certain things from a spiritual perspective, a non-physical perspective, okay, a non-physical, and I'm going to go back to that, non-physical perspective, you, it does, it really does something to you. It does, it does something to you internally. And the doing, <laughs> and the doing closes the door to anything that is contrary to it. That happening that takes place within you, it closes out or it releases, reposes, let go of anything that is contrary to it. So you have to continue to move on. You have to continue to move on. You have to continue to advance because source is infinite in this existence. So once you begin the process of expanding and elevating yourself, just like that song would say the sky is the limit, but there, there is no limit to the sky. It's limitless. It has no limit to it. Even the things that you know, you know, it, it, even though even though you have not um you have not formed or you have not resolved in your mind the ability to verbalize what you know, it does not mean that you don't know it. It just means that you it has not come together to where it's cohesive enough for you to speak it. Because think about it. Think about it. If we come from a source that is all-knowing, then you have to know that your knowing is unlimited. Just because you cannot speak it or verbalize it or put it in context, it doesn't mean that you don't know it. This goes back to the African proverb right here. That that you don't know, you do know. But that that you do know, you don't know. It goes back, it finds itself back to that African proverb. Otherwise, if you didn't know it, why would you be experiencing it? You know it because you are experiencing it. <laughs> you might cannot at that moment verbalize what it is that needs to be known at that particular time, but it doesn't mean that you don't know it. Your your ability to know anything is unlimited. It's unlimited. When, once you understand that, 
and it goes back to Tahuti. Once you understand that, you can go into any venue, you can begin to study any subject from that space with a sense of confidence and recognize that you already know it. You already know it. And you can keep going through the process because it goes back to discovering. See, we like to discover things. We like to discover who we are. Or should I say the divine enjoys discovering <laughs> discovering who it is or what it is. It, it enjoys chasing itself, you know, although it knows that it is the chase. It enjoys looking at the end of the tunnel, seeing the light, and knowing that it is the light at the end of the tunnel. So because it is the light at the end of the tunnel, then eventually it will get to that light because it's that attraction, correspondence, frequency, vibration, rhythm, all of that is taking place. All of that is taking place. And you know what's interesting? This is what has come to mind because, you know, I, I, I read over and I study over the, the hermetic laws of the universe, okay, the principles of the, the laws of the universe. And all of that, when you're in your mother's womb, all of those laws are taking place simultaneously. How can you not know them outside of the womb? How can you not come in alignment with universal laws? When you are created from those laws or those principles, when you are in your mother's womb, all of those laws <laughs> was working simultaneously to bring about the whole of who you are. This is why you are perfect, complete, and whole, peace, poised, and powerful, spontaneous, sensitive, and creative. I am that that I am. I am that that I am. I am that. This is why. Because you were created from that which is perfect, complete, and whole. How, how, you know, and that is just coming to me. That was dropped down, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the awareness of such. <clears throat> so, you know, we here at the House of St. Cole for Infinity, we're always talking about going within and establishing a relationship with self. And our school of thought is that once that relationship is so solidified and concrete and established, <laughs> established, then nothing outside of you can disturb you. Now, what do I mean by that? I'm going to tell you what I don't mean. I don't mean that you won't have knee-jerking experiences because you will. 
you will have knee-jerking experiences. And the more peaceful you come, seem like the more knee-jerking experiences you may have. <laughs> or you may have things to come into your life to to uh, um, somewhat temper temper that because there's a divine temperance that goes along with being uh, spiritual. Now, let me go back to this because I, I wanted to talk about it earlier, but I'm going to go back to this. When I talk about spirituality, what is spirituality, first of all? What is spirituality? Now, I'm going to tell you from my school of thought what spirituality is. Spirituality is nothing more than an atmosphere that you have cultivated out of or from the center of your being, being it the mind of all that is and all that will ever be. That comes from the relationship that you have with self. Your spirituality is the atmosphere, the presence of that relationship that you have with your higher self, with yourself, your soul, whatever you want to call it. That's what spirituality is, okay? It's a cultivating, (laughs) it's you cultivating the relationship in which you have with the very core of your being. And outside of the core, from the core of your being, from the center of your being, all things are expanded and elevated. And in such, you come into the mystic resolution, okay, of who you are as a divine being. From that space, you are given a special deputation to live your life full with as a divine being. That special deputation is your calling. It's your calling. Your calling is wrapped up into that. Um, Oprah Winfrey, she was talking about the difference between career and calling. The calling is very different from the career. Look it up on YouTube. She talks about it. But when you're called to do something, your career may take the back seat. <laughs> your your career may um, step down. It's no longer really a priority. But the thing about the beauty of the divine is that it will use your career. It will use your career. <clears throat> to move the calling, okay? It will work hand in hand. It's almost like your career is a space in which your divine temperance is tempered, if you will, is perfected. Your personality is perfected. And once your personality is perfected, it moves into your calling, 
<clears throat> now your career and your calling are one. They are one. Now it's just a calling. It's not a career or a calling. It's just a calling because there is no duality when you talk about when you when you think from the mind of all that is and all that will ever be. It sees things as one, one. If you have duality, then you cannot have wholeness. You have what you have is a divided particle. You have this over here, and you have this over here. You have the left, and you have the right. You have the cause, and you have the effect. You have the negative, and you have the positive. You have the career, and you have the calling. But once you move into your calling, all things become one. They become one. You can't see, you can't do this without being this because it's tied up into one another. And sometimes, you know, you have to have many experiences in life uh, just to meet your soul's purpose or your soul's calling. But in that, in those experiences that you have in life, your personality, who you are, as one having a human experience, it it has to be perfected. It has to be perfected in such a way that is brought into the alignment of the non-physical aspect of who you are. And in doing so, it becomes whole, complete, and perfect. Know that the calling that is placed on your life is already perfect, whole, and complete. Your calling itself is so perfect, whole, and complete that whatever you need to be doing and however you need to be doing it will make room for you. That's how perfect and powerful it is. It just makes way. The universe conspires to get you from one place to another because you are being called to a place. People come out of the woodwork to support who you are as that divine being. Yet they think in their minds, they think that they are supporting you from a physical aspect of who you are. But it's all divine. It's all divine. And I'm just, you know, I'm just grateful that, I'm just grateful. (laughs) I can't, there's absolutely nothing I can say that will measure up to my relationship with the divine, with self. There is nothing I can say because if I say it, it does it no good. (laughs) It's a silence. It is a perfect silence and, and, and complete contemplation of the presence of your true nature or my true nature. It's perfect. It's a perfect 
silence and complete contemplation, complete contemplation of who you are or we are from a non-physical aspect. I can't, there's nothing I can say to measure up to it. Mm. And I'll tell you what's coming to mind. What is coming to mind is hallelujah. My soul cries out hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. So I am so grateful that you have landed, lent me your ear, your heart, your soul, your energy, and your time to listen to what we here at the House of Sankofa Infinity have to say about going within, establishing a relationship with yourself. Because <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it right there. I'm going to leave it right No, I'm going to go ahead and say what I need to say. Oprah Winfrey, she was talking about, she was interviewing Gary Sukhoff, um, and they were talking about mothership. He was actually, he was talking about the seat of the soul. You can go YouTube it, you can, whatever you want to do. But Gary gave Oprah uh, an analogy of what the soul is. And he stated that the soul is the mothership. And the mothership, around the mothership, there are these little boats, okay? Little boats. We are those little boats. Now, based on his analogy. So I'm going to say this. And if anybody has time on their hands, go see Wrinkle Up, Wrinkle in Time. Go see that movie. And go and see it with an open mind. Really, go and see it with an open mind. But I will say this. We are all motherships. How can we not all be motherships? Because we come from the mothership. We come from a mothership, so how can we not all be a mothership? And those who come on board of that mothership, we create and we establish relationships with them. And then they go off and they become, they grow into their own motherships. (laughs) Okay. That is that is just how I see it, you know. Um, and I, Oprah Winfrey, she is she is a mothership. She is definitely a mothership. I listen to her all day, every day, all day, every day. Um, I listen to her, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I listen to others. But for the sake of the show, you know, she has really been in my and I. I talk about her like I know her personally. I feel like I know her personally because I didn't dreamed about her enough. <laughs> you know, um, 
But nevertheless, I'm going to go ahead and end this show. I look forward to coming back on next week, doing my thing, saying what I need to say from the I am perspective that is dwelling within me because at the end of the day, that is what I identify myself with. Begin dwelling, I am present. And that is where my relationship begins and ends. Mm. Begins and ends, and all other relationships outside of that are nothing more than strings of pearls. Strings of pearls that have originated from that source, that have originated from that original relationship. So I say to you all, be blessed, stay focused, stay in the light. And if you happen to find yourself in darkness, understand Understand that you are there to get all all knowledge that you need to get in order to do the thing in which I do because at some point you will be called, you will receive the clarion call to come forth on the leading edge to speak a truth, and it will be your truth. Yet it will be the truth of many. It will be the truth of many. So I say with that, be blessed again. Enjoy your week. And I say namaste. See you next week. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.